This is the No Offseason Podcast. Guess what time it is? College football. We've been waiting for this for a month, well, two months, month and a half. Week zero happened. Week zero happened. Uh, Scott Frost happened. Scott Frost is uh, pretty much out in the water. And oh yeah, that was one of the things I was thinking of too. You know when you're you're a coach and you're trying to bring it, bring a team back from like the dead. Mm. Say you're like you're the Texas, Michigan, USC. Uh, one of the like classic. Uh, I, I'm doing air quotes on this, like classic programs from back in the yeah, 50s, like, 60s. Yeah, like one of those teams. Yes. And you're a head coach there, and then you get fired. Mm-hmm. You like you just go. You missed the irrelevant again, like uh, Tom Herman. Like if you look at it, like Tom Herman doesn't have a head coaching job over like a Power Six team. Uh, Brock Hurdy from was a Michigan coach. Is it no, not Brock Hurdy? Uh, uh, Barry Hoke. Barry, Barry Hoke went from Michigan. Now he's at San Diego State. He, that's where he started, and he went yeah. back. Yeah. Will Taggart. Willie Taggart. He went to Florida State. Now he's the head coach of Florida Atlantic. Uh, Charlie Strong. Coach Texas now is no longer. I don't even know. Where I think he's a defensive coordinator at South Carolina or something like something that. Something like that. But, like, yeah. see what I'm getting at? Like, all the coaches of these teams that try to bring back uh, Al uh, from Miami, the guy with the tie, Al. Uh, yeah, uh, from Temple. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? It's not Al Gore. I wanted to say Al Gore. I wanted to say Al Sharpton. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say Al Sharpton. Oh, uh, shit. What the fuck is his name? Al, Al Golden. Al Golden. I looked oh, it up yeah. the other day to see where he was hanging out. I was like, is Al Golden even coaching still? Like that's one of those things where I'm like, I know who everybody knows who he is. Before he coached Miami, and you know, it's like rock the tie. Yep, rock the white white uh he's actually, shirt with the tie. He's actually a defensive coordinator at Notre Dame, so he's kind of going back on the up and up. He's finally showing his showing himself again. Well, Charlie Strong's the defensive coordinator somewhere else too, because uh, he had he had to rebuild a little bit after. Well, yeah. after the debacle at USF, yeah. So I think somebody hired him because Charlie Strong's a great, uh, great guy. He's just like he's a co-defensive coordinator, linebackers coach at Miami. Oh, well, there you go. Well, we just brought it all back together, See? pretty but, much. But it's just one of those things where I think Frost is going to hit that spot where he's probably going to get fired from Nebraska after this year. And it depends: is he going to take a job quickly, or is he going to take a year off and then regroup? Yeah. I I would take the job quickly because then you're just still in the everybody's mind, just like because Tom Herman took the year off and no one even knows where he's at now. He, well, not really took the year off. He was an offensive uh, game planner for the Chicago Bears last year. Yeah, so he didn't really take the year off, but he was still getting paid from the university. Yeah, but it's one of those things. But it's just one of those things where, but then I feel like if he goes too quickly, it's like a Charlie Strong to USF or a. Uh, Kevin Sutherland from A&M to Arizona, which I think Sutherland was, had a better chance. He just fucked that up himself, showing how bad of a coach he actually was. I said he was going to be a bad coach for y'all from the get-go because he's lazy as hell. Yeah, but like it's one of those things where – I'm not saying Scott Frost is already fired, but he's pretty much – We're like, pretty much digging his grave right now. This is I mean, everyone like. else did. I mean, the way – you don't lose two weak zeros in we a row. He said it on the Big Ten preview podcast – I had Nebraska finishing third in the Big Ten, and I said he had to. You had him get him fired because you had him fifth, I think. Yeah. Fifth or sixth. I believe it was fifth. We said it's a make-or-break year for him. 
he still has time time to rebound. They play yeah. at Oklahoma. If he gets that win, make sure he handles his business against North Dakota first this week. I mean, so. he's got plenty of time to turn it around. It's just it's yeah. not a good look when it's week zero and every all every, the, everyone's watching. Yeah, like it's just not a good look, and it's not a good look being up twenty one seventeen and then blowing it and not scoring another touchdown or any points after that and watching a team pretty much crumble. Like, they crumpled, right? The, the funny thing is, he's like, oh, the, this team's in the best shape they've been in. They, th- they throw up 15, 15 to 20 players, throw up every game. They look dead tired. Yeah, so they just got ran Maybe they're them. overworking them. them could be. That could to be where the case. fact that they can't even catch a ball. Nobody could catch a ball. No receivers or tight ends could catch a ball at the end of the game. Defense looked awful. Number Def- 72, I can't remember what your name is, but 72, I want to do a shout-out for Nebraska. You played really well for them. But no one else did. Their secondary was bad. Yep. The, they couldn't get any pressure. Couldn't get a third down to s- stop at all. And then the, the Northwestern, they Pat Fitzgerald. They ran the ball all over them. So good job by Northwestern. That's week zero. Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald bringing it back, bringing that rushing game back for Northwestern. Mm-hmm. They look good. I mean, I still think they're not a good team, but they did look good. So, congratulations, Northwestern, winning week zero in your big time. But it's week one. Yeah, right. Everyone's already tired of hearing about week zero. No, so they want nobody to, they hears w- about week zero, so it's nice to talk about. Oh, I figured, like, they're just like... Everybody it. wants to hear a little refresher. We didn't even talk about week zero, yeah, so it's well, nice to uh, Big up Vanderbilt for blowing out Hawaii. I didn't think you were going to be able to put that type of performance on. So, good job, Vanderbilt. Always want to give uh, love to the Commodores. That's one win. They got two two more wins to go to get the they're over for the year. Yeah, two Good more. Year. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to do it, maybe. Uh, but week one's here. Uh, so do you want to tell them the format before we get into how we're going to break it down? No, no format. Just talk about week one. No, and, let's talk about week one. Let's okay. just get into week one. We're, at, we're excited about week one. There's nothing. We'll we'll get into the gambling stuff. That's at the end of the the podcast. There's nothing really else to this, this discuss. All right, we're good. Relax, enjoy. Let's just let people enjoy the talk mm-hmm. of week one and the big game of the week, prime time, Columbus. We're starting with the prime time one, of course. Oh shit, I, I, I didn't get the notes ahead of time and stuff. So okay. you created the notes. I, I created the notes. You created the notes. I'm looking across the way to see the notes. These are my personal notes. I can see. Show. I can see the matchup ones. Right. Uh, so Notre Dame and Ohio State. We're starting out with. And is it a doozy or is it about to be what I think it's about to be? I believe in Marcus Freeman as a head coach. I really like him. I've always liked the Cincinnati team. Said he was a defensive coordinator for. I don't know how much it was of him or Luke Fickle, but either way, they created a nice little defensive system. In saying that, I don't know the offensive talent that Notre Dame has. What's going on here? Because my phone's just acting crazy. The the offensive talent of Notre Dame is the thing that I'm worried about when they go and face the juggernaut that is Ohio State. Yeah. That's, of course. That's what I'm worried about. Can they score with Ohio State? It's not about it's not about so much their defense. All they have to do is stop them a couple times and hold them to field goals in the red zone. And they could they could steal a win out of Columbus, because let's be honest. Ohio State fans. How hard it is! How hard is it for 
opposing teams to go into Columbus and get a win. Hasn't been that hard lately. So how about the fans show out? And even if they show out, sometimes it gets the other team amped up. I don't say show out. They always are there. Right. They're always there. Uh, so I'm, I guess I can't really blame the fans. I will blame the fans in the Oregon game because they show out, but they already assume a win is happening. So that's my take on this game. They're going to show out, but they're going to assume a win is happening. And if things go downhill and Notre Dame gets up, then they're on the back heels and they're going to be crying for pass interference calls that are non-existent. So I, the more I break this game down, I think it's going to be closer than the spread that uh, people have it at. I think it's going to be a close game because Marcus Freeman will get his team up. I think the defense will be locked in for that game. And I'm worried about Ohio State's defense coming in week one and uh, busting assignments with the new defensive coordinator that I have coming in. Do you trust Tyler Buescher, the sophomore quarterback for Notre Dame? What's his name? Tyler Buescher. Buescher? No, I have no confidence. I don't know enough about uh, Notre Dame's offense, honestly. I I know that uh, Notre Dame has a great offensive line, and they are have recruited well at the offensive line, skill position-wise. I'll be interested to see what they have. And usually they show out, just like last year against Florida State. They have a bunch of skilled people that we'll find out about. They have Mayer as the tight end, I know that. They'll probably be the go-to target. They'll probably target their linebackers a lot and get them in mismatches. So is Tommy Reese still the offense coordinator for Notre Dame too, right? Yeah, they kept every uh, coordinator, coordinator, right? Tommy Reese Yeah, they kept every coordinator. So I like the consistent, consistency that they have. I think it's an insult um, about how many points Ohio State's supposed to win by against a talented Notre Dame team. 17 and a half? You don't like that number? I don't like... I, don't, I just don't like that they're doing that number because Notre Dame's going to come in and be like, nah, we're better than that. They're ranked better than that. I don't think they're actually ranked the fifth best team in the nation, though. They, I know that's their ranking. I don't think they're the fifth best team in the nation. Oh, yeah, I agree with you on that. So, you can give me their fifth all all day. I don't think they should have... I think that fifth, that number five, was there for today, week one. To get that that two versus five mm-hmm. feel in there. That was all me just saying on ways that Ohio State. I could see Ohio State having a good good matchup against or Notre Dame having a good matchup against Ohio State. Here's what I'm going to say because I do not see this being a blowout. Here's what I'm going to say. I think the first quarter is going to be nice and easy. It's going to be it's going to be even. I think Ohio State. He's going to struggle a little bit at the beginning. I think the defense might have a little couple shaky moments. By like midway into the second quarter, I think Ohio State runs through them. I don't think, I think Notre Dame's good, but I don't think they're that good. I don't think they have, I don't think they have the abilities to stop their receivers this year without Hamilton as a safety either. He left for the draft. I don't think they have that. I believe in Marcus Freeman's defensive game plan that will make sure that they will be all right. How bad? How bad did they lose when uh, he was at Cincinnati and Ohio State played Cincinnati a couple years back? They uh, get blown out. They got blown out. I'm they got blown sure. out. Yeah, that was a younger Cincinnati team than the this year's Pat or two years ago. 
So they were younger at that time. I just keep looking back, and this is my problem with Ohio State. Are we overrating their offense because they played a Utah team that had no corners? We no, because just, because they're bringing back majority of everyone back other than Olave and Wilson. We're, we're basing it off the talent, but a team with a good defensive game plan could give Ohio State trouble. That's what I go back to. A team with a good game plan, they could struggle against and get frustrated. We've seen Stroud get frustrated. So, the more I'm talking about this game, the more I'm leaning Notre Dame. However, it's at Ohio State, so I um, I don't know if you want to get to the nitty gritty and just say who we're picking this shit, but no, I'm just I'm just saying I like I think Ohio State's gonna run the ball really well against Notre Dame. I think I think by like mid second, I think CJ Stroud gets in his run because I think he might struggle at the beginning to pass the ball, but like middle of the second quarter, he's gonna find the groove like he did last year against Minnesota. I think it's going to take him some time. I think it's because it's in, it's week one, obviously, and he's just got to get the arm going, got to get that blood flowing. So I think he's going to take some time. But I think Henderson is going to be the workhorse in the first quarter and a half. I don't believe Ryan Day to believe in a run game, though. That's the problem. I, I'm with you on that. I just don't know if Ryan Day – He doesn't have to believe in the run game the whole game. He's got to believe in it to for enough to run the ball – this, to get a first down. If it goes second and six, give the ball I to know. him. I know. I don't believe Ryan Day will do that. I do. I do what, believe what is, that. What track record has Ryan Day proven that he's ran the ball on a consistent basis? He doesn't like running the ball. Ryan Day does not like running the ball. I think he will just for the fact that he's going to be able to keep – because he's going to keep Notre Dame so unbalanced that that will help him out. Hmm. And so, for me, I think that's the, I think it would be a smart idea to start with the run this game and then move to the pass by, like, the third quarter. That way the play action is going to w- open up those huge wide-open passes for... Because uh, I believe Notre Dame is going to have two safeties deep. They're just going to try to make them. It's going to be similar to a game plan. I believe Notre Dame is going to come out with a game plan against Kansas City Chiefs. They're probably going to emulate two safeties high. They're going to play cover two, everything, keep everything in front of you, and just don't let them beat you over the top. Have but them see, that's to- dangerous because they, they they don't need to beat you over the top all the time. They this can- goes back to my thinking of how Marcus Freeman is looking at Ryan Day, though. He's thinking he's not going to want to run the ball. He's not going to want to run the ball. I'm not even saying run the ball. I, they can throw a short pass, and they can go from – from 10 yards to 80 yards. Not with Marcus Freeman's defense. I think they're good enough. I don't think those outside receivers, Mark uh, Harrison's not great uh, making people miss. And Jibba's a great receiver, but he's not. we haven't seen him with quick hips to make people miss enough. On he the, did it all day in the Rose Bowl. On the, He was on the outside going deep. He but he, he didn't go deep all the time. He did slants and he was running them out. Against a Utah secondary. That wasn't there. I understand that. They had running backs playing corners. So, I believe Notre Dame's defense is going to be good enough for this. I think this game is going to be closer than the experts think, as Lee Corso says. So, that's how I'm leaning on this game. Uh, the more we're talking about it, that's I didn't, going in, because I think Ohio State is going to win the national championship this year. I think this game is going to be, Notre Dame's still going to be in the chase after this game. For making a 
college football. Well, players. I mean, this loss won't. It's not going to hurt. It's not going to decimate them. They lose to Ohio State. It's not like a. It's not like they're going to lose. It's not like losing to uh, Ohio or FAU or even like a a small school in the Big Ten, like a Minnesota or Wisconsin. Well, obviously, everyone yeah. knows that. Everyone yeah. Knows that. So they, yeah, well, they still Notre Dame doesn't really play those teams. Too I often. know, but like that's what I'm saying. Is it going to hurt them? No, because the schedule behind that Notre Dame is still good enough to get them into the playoffs. And I think their performance is going to help them more than it hurts, even though. They're still going to lose. I think this performance is just going to show how good Ohio State is. And I'm not going to knock Notre Dame if they lose by 20 or 30 or 20. to Between 20 and, like, 28, I won't knock them. If they lose by anything worse than that, I will knock them. I think it's going down to the fourth quarter. It's going to be a close matchup. I don't think it's going to be that as close as you think. But that's just me personally. I think by the third quarter, this game is going to be in about the 14-point range. And then Notre Dame won't be able to move the ball. Okay, that's just my personal opinion. Obviously, now, that's what we're talking about. Now, well, I do, well, I do need to see Ohio State's defense do that, but I believe in their new defensive coordinator. And I believe they got a year under them, and I do believe they are the most talented team in college football. And as much skill position wise, skill position wise, not uh, in the trenches, in skill position wise, Ohio State. Maybe the most talented team in football, but not in the trenches, though. Well, it's a new year. This isn't last year. So, yes, I would like to see them play more in the trenches, and I think they are going to be better. I think Notre Dame has a better offensive line than Ohio State. Mm. Without a doubt. I I don't even think that's a question. That's fine. That's fair, but they don't, they can't run the ball. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They they lost Williams, so he's gone. So, I mean, it's pretty much a brand new uh, Notre Dame team on offense. Yeah, and I believe that their offensive line isn't new. That's fine, but everything else is pretty much brand new on their team. I believe in the trenches, so I think they'll keep it close. I mean, my, Myers is going to have to be a huge piece. And he is. I know he is, but what if he gets shut down? Then where are we going? You can't shut down a tight end like that. That's like you saying back in the day, people are just going to shut down Gronk. Sometimes you can just throw a guy open, and he's always open whenever he runs his routes. I and think, he's quicker than... I think they're going to do a lot of bracketing on him. Nope. It's fine. Might open up another explosive player that we might see on Saturday. That's perfectly fine, but that's just one of my opinions. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, but like... Opinions. I know, but like, this is what you're saying. You're just like, oh, no, you can't shut him down. And I go, well, they're going to run... Ohio State's going to run the ball. When do you know Ryan Day to run the ball? Like, you just like... I'm, I'm going off a track record. Ryan Day has... I, when I asked, I asked you a question... When have you ever known? I've seen him run with J.K. Dobbins a lot. Don't roll your eyes. You know he's ran the ball like 26 times in the game. 26 carries whenever you have a 90 possessions. That doesn't seem like a lot, though. That is a lot for Ryan Day. and you can Well, that's a lot for Ryan Day. Yeah. So, it's against whenever he's in tough opponents, and it's not a blowout. He's not winning by a bunch of If If they're not blowing the team out, that's the only time they don't blow a team out is by running the ball. I just think they, I think they're going to still blow them out because I think they're going to keep Notre Dame off balance and be able to do what they want to do on offense. And I don't think Notre Dame has that offensive power to actually keep up with Ohio State. There you go. Yeah. I believe in their defense holding them down. I believe in their offensive line grinding the game out. So, I still have those. Don't, don't get me wrong. I still have Ohio State winning. I just think it's going to be a close game going down to the fourth quarter. And they'll, Ohio State will be stressed. 
All right, moving on to the next game. Uh, say for the record, do you, who do you have in this game? We're Notre picking Dame. that later. We're picking that later. We're doing picks later. Oh. Fine. I have Ohio State. If you want to make shocking faces at me, like I thought we were doing picks now, I have Ohio State blowout. I thought we were going through the picks, and do you want to do them later or not? No, you just told me to make the picks when I made the pick. Okay. So I have Ohio State. And blowout. Moving on to the second game, the Chick-fil-A, what is it, what is it, Chick-fil-A Classic, I guess is what it is. Oh, at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Dome. Yeah, the Chick-fil-A kickoff. Oh, is that what they call it? I think Classic sounds better. Yeah, Classic does sound better. I, that's, in my opinion, Classic sounds better. They should actually change that to the Chick-fil-A Classic. But uh, Oregon versus Georgia, the reigning national champs, pretty much get to play a home game against Oregon. Playing against their old, old coach. Playing against their old defensive coordinator. Playing Bo Nix again. I don't know how many times I play Bo Nix, but Bo Nix is playing. I don't, it's either one or two, but yeah. Uh, they really they announced Bo Nix as a starter as Oregon, Oregon did? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, well. Um, as a Pac-12 guy, I am rooting for Oregon. I am hoping all intents and purposes that Oregon keeps this game competitive. How do they keep this game competitive? How do they keep this game competitive? Mm -hmm. The defense plays their ass off. That's about it. I don't trust Bo Nix. I just just don't trust Bo Nix. So they're going to have to... Bo Nix is going to have to pull the shit off he did his freshman year is at it, Auburn. It, yeah, against Oregon. Against Oregon. Against Oregon, yeah. ironically. Yeah. I have hardly any confidence in Oregon. I am a Pac-12 guy, though. So if the, as much as you were talking about the Notre Dame game being close, I think this game is going to be close just for the fact that I need my Pac-12 to show out mm-hmm. and show that, hey, we're still a good conference. And so for me personally, the Ducks are – Realistically, in the Pac-12, they are the third best team there. But they need to show out. And I'm looking for just a competitive game for Morgan, pretty much. This has a feel of a, another Chick-fil-A kickoff blowout, like we've seen from Miami, Duke, uh, anybody that Alabama played in the Chick-fil-A goal game. Yeah. There's uh, I, my Heisman Trophy winners in this game, so I think he's going to have a great performance. He's going to throw for 450-plus and four or five touchdowns, however many you want him to throw. And I think Oregon's having to retool from another regime. They have talent at Oregon. But the retooling on another regime is going to show itself. Georgia knows who they are. They know exactly what they're going to do. Oregon's still trying to figure themselves out. They'll have their moments. However, I think this game's not even going to be close. I don't even know why it's one of our best games. It's, it's because of the teams. It's the name, the names of the teams, obviously. But I don't see this game being close. I will say this. There is a chance for Oregon to kind of compete in the first First half of the first quarter, just for the fact that uh, they, a lot of defensive players from Georgia are gone. 
It's going to be a lot of new players on that Georgia team. <clears throat> but I think by Very like, true. but I think Georgia is like Alabama a little bit. Like Kirby Spark knows how to just retool. Yeah, reload. that's what I'm, I'm not. I'm, I said maybe the first two drives. You know, it might be like seven ten, right? And you're like, oh, we're gonna have a game, and then it just goes seventeen to ten, seventeen to seven. Those and then bodies like, will just. And then like there'll on. be a, like a Bo Nix interception or like a fumble, and it'll be twenty four to seven. And then you're just like, oh shit, here we go. I'm trying to look for a way that I see Oregon winning this game, and like I see zero avenues for them to win. The best, the best thing that I have is. That they have the coach, the defense coordinator. They do have talent too. Let's we're not discredit them. Sewell is a good linebacker. I think that I think they can Bennett. They can kind of stop Bennett from time to time. And Bennett sometimes is his own worst enemy by holding the ball a little too long. So there's some avenues there. And the defense is newer in Georgia, but at the same time, yeah. Okay, so I'll take all those avenues and. I hear you. Like, I'm trying to be positive for Oregon fans here, right? And as a Peg 12 guy, like, hey, they can do this. They can maybe cover, like you said, Notre Dame. It's kind of like that Notre Dame feel for me. For yeah, you. it seems that, but I've had better avenues for Notre Dame than the Oregon one. No, see, if Oregon was playing Ohio State, I would feel more confident in Oregon. Who would you have in Notre Dame versus Oregon then? Uh, Oregon. Yeah, well, that's just ridiculous. No, because I feel like Oregon's just as good as Notre Dame. Okay, I, I feel different. I think Notre Dame is a lot more talented than Oregon. Ever. But that we'll, we'll cross that whenever we see each other in the Fiesta Bowl. Well, that's if that happens. I, uh, again, like It just seems like a Fiesta Bowl matchup. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, trying to... Yeah, again, it's just one of those things where I think Oregon is second to third best team in the Pac-12. Anyways... Uh, but yeah, I do think Georgia blows them out. So we both have Georgia. Yeah. Two for two. All right. Go ahead. Uh, another Pac-12 team because, you know, the Pac-12 had to put hard teams in here. Hey, pac is not scared to go on the road. The Pac-12 is definitely not scared to go on the road. We ain't never scared. Bone crusher, motherfuckers. They ain't, they ain't never scared. Is the Utah Utes versus the Florida Gators. They're going to be going to the Swamp. Mm-hmm. And this is a I, it's a scary game for Utah. For all the things like the unknowns. That's the, just unknowns. We talked about you know how we talked about if Notre Dame loses that game against uh Ohio State, they still have a chance at uh yep. at the national championship. Yep. This, Utah doesn't have that against Florida. If they lose to Florida, they're pretty they're much yeah, pretty much everybody's gonna bury them. Yes. And say they're done. Yeah. So and there's and this, they're gonna have a bunch of SEC chance. Yeah. So this game for Utah is massive. They don't play they don't play BYU this year, so this is kind of their yes, you always get confused by that. We talked about this in the Pac-12 yeah. preview. They do not play BYU this year. It's wild that the Holy War, war doesn't exist. No, no Holy War this year. Yeah. But this is pretty much their Holy War of if they win this game, they can pretty much almost run the table. They'll have a couple they get USC at home, yeah. Not going to break down Utah's schedule. We did that on the Pac-12. But I'm just saying, like, this is a uh, – this will be a huge win for them in the fact that, yeah, their schedule isn't the greatest and they don't play BYU this year. They do have San Diego State, but, like, other than that, you know, they got USC. And they, they, they do have Oregon, and then they got the Pac-12 championship. 
So it'll be intriguing to see what Utah does in this game. And I think Utah's really good. I think their defense is going to be good. I think Ryzen's going to be good. You know what song I want to uh, – What's the, who does the song? I hear a bad moon rising. I always think of that for Cam Ryzen, the Utah uh, – Yeah. Is that uh, Blue Oyster uh, Cult? No, I thought that was uh, – I hear a bad – Cam doesn't roll with that. Doesn't roll, though. So it's like it's tough to do uh, Cam Ryzen. Cam rising. I've seen a bad Cam rising. Clearwater. Uh, yeah, Clearwater. CCR. Yeah. CCR. Yeah. Uh, the CCR. So Revival. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, so fucking that's uh, that's my other sleeper pick for my Heisman. Is, is Cam? Yeah, he, XUT guy. I've always been a Cam Rising guy. I wanted him to start over Thompson. I wish he would have said it. I don't understand why he left. He looked great whenever he was over at Utah last year. And that's that's going to be a big thing for him. He's not going to be intimidated going into the swamp. Oh, no. He's not going to be intimidated going into the swamp. Yeah. Cam Rising is going to be a key. And I, that's gonna that could be the kickoff for his Cam Rising. Uh, well, there's also another quarterback on the other side that, that could also have this kickoff if he upsets Utah. Yeah. And that's Mr. Richardson. I mean, he's he's a threat in his own right, and not just with his arm, with his feet. And this is, I mean, this could bring. This this is, I think this is the best game of the weekend, honestly. I mean, this is a chance for their new coach to get get off to the right foot and get that fan base right on his back, saying we're back. Mm-hmm. Like Florida's wanting to be back, and. They have a huge opportunity by beating Utah to be back. I believe in Billy Napier. Billy Napier is the coach. I mean, he's got the guy to do it. If you if if you wanted to be your first time doing it, this is the time to do it with Richardson. Now the question is, can the defense keep on track? I'm worried about that. I, the way I see it, I think Florida is gonna it's gonna be a slow, methodical game. Because both teams, you know, uh, Kyle Winningham loves to play slow. I'm worried. Uh, Kyle this, didn't play slow in the Rose Bowl, though. He did not. He was fast and loose. But this first game of the year, te- uh, most, of the, most of the time he plays a slow place. But with, maybe with Cam Rising, he's playing a little bit faster pace. Special teams. Utah has always had phenomenal special teams under Kyle Winningham. Are you going to say this is a special teams game where the kicker is going to need to make a kick? I could see it being that. Honestly, because, and I don't know the kicker on either squad. All I do know is Utah's special teams under Kyle Windham's been great. Pretty much, Utah's pretty much had an All-American punter. punter feels like every feels single, like every single year. So I think it could come down to special teams. That's because I think these teams are close with athletic ability. Uh, Napier probably doesn't have the team where he wants them now. So he's probably waiting for another year to get his own guys in. And it's a good chance for Utah to steal this game. I wouldn't even say it's a steal. I would say most people think it would be an upset if Utah goes to uh, Florida and beats them. Utah's a three-point favorite. But on ESPN, the app, they have, the matchup predictor has Florida being a 52% favorite. So Right, see. Yeah. yeah. That's what... 
it's one of those things where, yeah, it feels like a toss-up just for the fact it's Florida, it's in the swamp. And Florida, under Dan Mullins, they, they fired him, even though I thought they should have fired him. But they weren't bad, yeah, bad. No. Yeah, they had talent. Over yeah, there. they have talent. They still do have talent. So it'll be interesting to see if Utah can keep the momentum going. Honestly, I wish uh, we have a, well, I want to do the soccer thing. Can I just do a draw? <laughs> That's how I feel about this matchup. There's, that, is, is that there's close? no draws in college football, yeah, my friend. That close. So I should lean special teams. However, I'm going um, to lean with my heart to go Billy Napier. Uh, I, think, I think Utah wins this game, and it is going to be very close. This is a 6 o'clock game on ESPN. I think it'll be very close, but I do believe the Pac-12 is going to get a dub. It's going to be a phenomenal game. I'm really looking forward to this matchup. The crowd's going to be rocking in the swamp, so. I hope so. I hope they get amped up for Utah. They have a new coach. Come on, swamp. Show out. Sometimes they'll be lazy as hell, but it's a That's night game. That's only when they're bad and it's like an 11 o'clock game. Yeah, it's a night game, so they should be all right. Yeah, so it's going to – you win this show out for the fans. They, they, College you, football. This I know, but Ohio State season. shows out. Ohio State always goes there. It's just maybe not as loud as it needs to be. Exactly. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz zone is going to be loud. And the Swamp's always loud unless they kind of just give up on the season. Then the, the fans just give up as well. All right, well, let's move on to a stadium that won't be quiet and will be loud, so I don't have to complain about it. Uh, it's a – it's. It's a smaller school going against a big school. And they have a home game. I don't know how this game ever yeah, came I, to the, fruition. It's wild as hell. That The fact that you, you North Carolina decided to tell Appalachian State, yeah, we'll go, <laughs> we'll go play you on the road. You guys, you guys aren't going to be good, right? Because this game had to be uh, done, like, what, six years ago, right? I bet you it was like four years ago. And then App State's been better than them. Appal- they haven't been better than North Carolina. North Carolina In the made, past five years? North Carolina made the Orange Bowl. Like, slow that down. App State hasn't been better than North Carolina for the past five years. I'm doing it on a... Yeah, that Orange Bowl can see over... over. How is App State ever going to the Orange Bowl, though? But I'm just saying, it's just what it is. Who has more 10-1 seasons in the past five years? It's definitely App State, you would think. In the past five? Right. It might be close. I I would think it's domination, App State, because their competition is smaller. So they probably have... They probably have it. But right. it, it's if you weigh the Orange Bowl or the 10-win season. I, I weigh like, the Orange Bowl because if North Carolina went to, like, the Duke's Mayo Bowl, not disrespecting the Mayo Bowl, like four years in a row, I would be like, yeah, App State. But that one Orange Bowl just trumps it all mm-hmm. because that's a New Year's Day six bowl, and that trumps that trumps Appalachian State's SBC or South SBC 10-win uh, year. Out of like all four or five or four or five of them, because Coastal Carolina's in that conference too. Coastal Carolina's in that conference, and they're good at that too. Yeah, I would and say, they beat them. And, but I would say yeah, it trumps it. Okay, that's fine. Well, we'll see. We'll see which one trumps who because this is a pretty much pick 'em matchup we have. But right it, yeah, I will say this: it's kind of shocking. I know we're not doing the spread, but the spread is North Carolina only one and a half. So it's pretty much a uh, pick'em game, which in its own right is very shocking. It pretty much comes down to: Do you believe that UNC's offense is good enough 
Tal Square App State, I guess, because their defense is still the same. I will say after, this. After I will say this. Week Watching week zero, week zero against FAMU, I have no confidence in their them. defense. Looked like dog last shit. year. It looked like last year. Yeah, it, you it, want North Carolina's? Yeah, to, North Carolina's defense did not look good last week. Um, I think what they gave up 28, 24, the FAMU. Uh, yeah, it was. I think that might be a little extreme. No, it was, it was about 24. Was it? Yeah. I was just going yeah. on how, how their defense looked. It was just... Bless me. Sorry. Bless, bless myself. You. Yeah, I yeah. bless myself. Bless you. But yeah, they, they gave up 24 to FAMU. So I can only imagine... And they were struggling the first half of that game. FAMU I can only good. imagine that... They how many get, players did FAMU have out in that game? I believe too? it was 24? 20, 25, but only, but only two, three were starters. Only three were starters. Yeah. But I can only imagine it could be wor- it's going to be worse. Now, I will say this for North Carolina, though. I will say a positive. They had a week zero game. They, mm-hmm. got their, they got the game flow of playing in the game and that energy and that emotion and that, like, just the lungs going for a game in Appalachian State has not. I think that favors North Carolina in an endurance game, in a struggling game. Yep. It's because the cramps might not be as bad for North Carolina yeah, as they got, they got game reps. Yeah, they, they got, got game, reps, game yeah. reps. Yeah. So that could be a underlying positive thing. Yeah, the going back to how I feel about this game, I just didn't like anything I saw from North Carolina in that game. I mean, we didn't watch the fourth. They didn't give up a touchdown in the fourth quarter, thankfully. But they, they did give up 10 points. They did lose the quarter. They did lose the third quarter, ten to seven, to FAMU. It's just one of those things where I feel like Mac Brown kind of mail. I don't know if it's Mac Brown mailing it in. Mate, their quarterback is really good. They just they, need a, they, they look they, good. He looked sneaky good. They need a better position coaches. That's all I'm looking for. May May's good. Their defense is just so bad. It looked. I don't think it. It's bad, but it, I don't know if it's. As bad as last year. And App State's just going to run the fucking ball. They're just going to run it on there. And then if, they, if they're if they able to pick up these third and twos and App State's going back to special teams, App State does have a tendency of having great special teams too. They had a great special teams team last year. So that, I would lean App State's way on this game too. I, uh, think, I think Downs is going to have a killer game though. We might they're gonna they're gonna utilize downs more than they did in the. I mean, FA, I mean, North he Carolina. had nine catches, seventy-eight yards with two touchdowns. I mean, that's a good start, and I think it's only gonna get better for downs. I think him and Mays, when they get their they they get that like just May. Is it May? Yeah, yeah. M A Y. Yeah, once they get their full connection down and understanding of each other, mm-hmm. I think downs is the sky's the limit for both of them yeah and i think it the week one was a good nine seventy eight two for downs i think he could have a oh yeah he's definitely breaking 100 in yeah this i think I he think. might he might go for like 120 and two yeah so i, I can see that i think downs is going to be a key component for them and then you're right the defense did struggle against family we but nobody denies that it's just can app state stop the offense. It's kind of because like, I'm worried about North Carolina getting off the field because I think App State is just going to be able to grind the clock out and ride it up. Yeah, you're, and then they have a young quarterback. UNC has a young quarterback, so it's going to be like one mistake. You could go either yeah. way. I, I feel you on that. I 
I'm struggling to pick this game because in my mind it's telling me North Carolina, but it's also telling me Appalachian State isn't a pushover. When's the last time uh, North Carolina school went to App State? To their home stadium. Like a big – NC State's probably never been – they probably – if they have, they have. You mean the state of North Carolina? Right, the state of North, uh, North Carolina. See, this is probably the biggest App State game that they've had at home. In their Ooh, entire – I think they had a ranked team at home at one point. Did they? Yeah, I want to say they did, but I'm not like – Was 100%. it Coastal Carolina? Coastal not, Carolina no, it was wasn't ranked. Coastal. It was another team. Okay. But I'm not like 100% sure on that. I'm just going – I'm just going to go with the – Stadium atmosphere and how bad UNC's defense is because I think they'll be rattled if they get down early. Things could go go bad, and I will App say they can run the clock out. I will say this: if North Carolina's first three drives go three and out, North Carolina's in deep, deep trouble. Well, that could be for any team. No, that could be for any team. If, you go three and out for your first three I drives. There's yes. no, no, like. I'm not letting you get away with that. No, like, because they defense, team is their defense won't help them out. They, oh, you can't it, rely on the defense. Yeah, I'm not I'm okay. not talking because you could go three and out for the first three, three drives and the other team goes three and out on the first two drives but then kicks a field goal. You're still in the game. There's a chance, like, they go three and out three times and App State scores three times in a row. And, not even, and it takes them probably about a quarter and a half, too, because of how they – run their offense but their defense is so bad that it might take them three minutes it's one of those things where they could easily pick the passing game apart they they'll grind it i think they're just gonna grind it it'll be a grind i know but like boy they could do a pa and get 40 yards on the play and then they get 20 and then five and five and five yeah like they could go down and score they could go down and score two touchdowns in the field goal and you're just like up and down 17 nothing they gotta come back and it's like do you believe in north carolina's defense or not So, on that note, you have Appalachian State. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm going to go North Carolina. Okay. I still believe in Mac, but it's going to be super close. Now, it's just going to be super close. It's pretty much a pick'em game in my head. So we have those three for Saturday. No, um, you have one more. Saturday. Oh yeah, there's one more. Houston. It's, 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 I, I put it in a bad order. We're, we're just gonna do this game because it's like a sneaky good game, and we're Texas guys, and we know these teams. Houston versus UTSA is a sneaky good game. Uh huh. Don't discredit this game because it's not on CBS, ABC, or ESPN. It's on CBS Sports Network. It's a late game. It'll be fun to watch. But I think it's on at the same time as like the. Uh, It's a little later. I think we've got an hour difference. However, uh, UTSA versus Houston. uh, I mean, everyone's saying this is Holgerson's year. It's a 2.30 game. 2.30? Oh, well, we got Arizona problems during that. Well, yeah, Oregon, Arizona, there's another game on there. However, uh, damn, why are we playing so Why is it a 2.30 game? That's way too... I think it's too early for UTSA fans to be pumped up. I don't know why they why? scheduled that. It's 2.30 in Texas. 2.30 in Texas. However, UTSA usually plays that late game. They used to play the late game. Y'all played them in the late game. Yeah, that's that that's happens. It's 2.30, though. It's not like 11 o'clock. They'll be up for it. hope so. Um, you and this fan talk. I, 
I believe fans carry college football. I think that's the reason college I know, football but like, exists is because of fans. They're going to be up for the game because it's Houston. I don't know if San Antonio really hates Houston as much as they do Austin, though. They San do. San Antonio, like, we'll go. That's a different rabbit hole for a different discussion. I think they hate Austin more than they do Houston. Anytime a ranked team goes to the Alamo Dome or a yes. good team, they show out. They'll, yeah, the stadium will be pumped for that. Yeah, Alamo so they'll, they'll be ready at by 2.30. Don't worry about that. And UTSA has a really good team. They have a good team. They were really good last year. They bring back their quarterback this year. Uh, Jeff Taylor, right? Head coach. Oh yeah, uh, you, you Texas guy. Houston also brings back a majority of their players as well. You know, Tunes back, mm-hmm. and he's just a he's just a bundle of joy to watch. Oh yeah, he fucked us, uh, Memphis. I mean, I don't know how many times Tunes. This is my breakdown on this game. Hogerson, whenever he's expected to win, he never does. Whenever people think Houston's gonna be or like. I can't say Houston. West Virginia, whenever he was at West Virginia. People think he's going to be good. I think he gets his ass shocked and fucking you just say fucking this wins this game. Uh, That's a quick analysis. But that's how I feel about Holgerson because he doesn't win these. He beat Tech last year. No, he lost to Tech. They lost. They 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 had the lead and they crumbled. Right, they crumbled. Yeah. Thank you. But, uh. I seen UTSA. They were a good team last year. They did struggle at the end of last year. They did win some games. They did come back and win games. That's gone. Judge just hit fifty one right Anyways, now. Anyways. That's live. That's, that's live. live, yes. He just hit fifty one. Good for Judge. Yeah, I know it happened against my brother's team, but it's fine. Good job, Judge. He's on the roll right now. But uh going back to college football. Yeah. Uh I saw UTSA struggle at the end of, end of last year. So I, st- I got Houston uh, kind of a blowout. Yeah, I could, I'm, I'm, I could actually see that one likely happening. I just don't trust Dana Hogerson at all. Yeah, I know. Like, he gets conservative in weird moments where he's like, is he an aggressive coach or is he a conservative coach? He never knows when to make up his mind. Yeah, I, I understand like, that. But, like, I saw – I remember watching UTSA in a couple games and they had to come back from a – 20 point game and they had to hit, make a last second touchdown against UAB. Yeah. Like there's just, there's just one of these things where they struggled. Alamo Dome is, and, be, is rocking though. Oh, it'll be rocking and I know it'll be rocking, but I it's just, not going to be Houston fans traveling to UTSA. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. They'll yeah. travel. Weak ass fan base. Houston has a weak ass fan base. Oh, don't say that about Houston. Houston will travel. All right, D, don't get mad about that, but that's um, true. They, they'll travel. Another, by the way, we didn't talk about another game that's going on. Uh, apparently, we don't think Cincinnati versus Arkansas has any any moral meaning on the top five. Yeah, that's. I, you want to add it on? Well, that's yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to throw that out there. How we just we just I'm assuming we just like yep. Cincinnati lost everybody and anything, and they're going to be bad this year. Uh. I mean, that's pretty much the standpoint that I'm assuming you were going to get in your head. In my in my mind, it's just one of those games where I'm just like, I don't know what to expect. Cincinnati lost a lot last year. Yeah. I think Arkansas lost, Arkansas lost uh, a lot of good pieces too, obviously. Uh, it's just one of those weird games where I don't know what the hell's going to happen. It'd be nice to watch. Um, I... 
I don't know where to lean on this game. It's just one of those games where I was like, Cincinnati has to show me that they can retool and have uh, the recruiting, the guys that they recruit replace the guys that have left. And I don't know if I believe Cincinnati can do that. I think Arkansas has more talent, and they keep recruiting talent. But I don't want to underestimate Cincinnati, so I'm just like talking myself into a corner in this matchup. That's probably why I didn't put this game on here. So now I got to pick this game, and I was like, I don't even know who I want to pick. Uh, this is what I'm going to say. Uh, this game, to me, has Luke Fickle's magic touch all over it. He's going to win this game because I don't think Arkansas is that good. You, Everybody should know this. On my SEC preview, I had Arkansas almost last. Yep. I don't think they're good. I think Trey Burks was a majority of their offense when they passed the ball. He's gone. They, I don't think they find another Trey Burks in that team. And if you can just control K.J. Jefferson and running in that run game, you win the game. And Cincinnati knows how to do that. And they're going to win the game. It's going to be an ugly – this game – don't look for anything pretty. There ain't nothing pretty in this game. It's going to be a slop fest. But, um, like, still oh, it's really, gonna be, good, it's, really great it's gonna tactical be, slop fest. No, it's going to be a slop fest. Cincinnati's young. They're going to slop it up. There's going to be a lot of penalties in this game because Arkansas is going to be aggressive, and they're going to be – Cincinnati's young, and they're going to be aggressive. Will Arkansas be up for this game? Yeah. The, the fans? The fans are going to be up for this game, but, like, it's still going to be a slop fest. Will they be up for it like it was <laughs> – Texas coming in? No, but they'll be up for it. That's what I'm worried about is their fans and shit because people are going to Fayetteville and shit. And they're going to be up for the game because Arkansas has a good fan base. They always are up for games. It's not going to be a Texas atmosphere. I think a lot of Cincinnati fans will be there. No, Cincinnati doesn't. You want to talk about shit fan base? That's Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Fan base. Oh, that's shit. a shit fan base. They don't travel for shit. I love Luke Fickle, so... I do think Luke Fickle's going to mastermind this game, though, and win this game. So, I got Cincinnati winning this game. I'm leaning with you. I'm going to roll with you on Cincinnati. Because I can see that happening. Because I, I'm not a big... I'm not sold on Arkansas. I could roll with you on uh, Cincinnati. I don't know where to go. And I don't want to lose the game, too. So, like, I was just kind of bouncing out. It just... Only because is Arkansas really that good? I believe in Luke Fickle. I believe in Luke Fickle, and I don't believe Arkansas is that good. I think Arkansas was a phony last year. They were they got they were good last year, but the, it's kind of like that Indiana COVID year where Indiana had that great run mm-hmm. and they got ranked. And yeah. So whenever you picked Iowa over Indiana last year, oh, it was similar to that right? Yeah. Kind of similar, but kind of not. It, it was similar. Yeah, it was similar. I just knew Iowa was better. Yeah. Now, I don't think Cincinnati is that much better than Arkansas, but I think Luke Fickle is I'm hoping their quarterback, their quarterback's probably better than Ritter, though, because uh, Desmond Ritter was holding Cincinnati back. He held him back for, uh, was it a Sugar Bowl win over Georgia? He was the one that fucking threw the game away. Uh, they couldn't have stopped the run either, though, in that game. All they had to do was get one first down, and he fucking missed a wide-open guy. I know, but they couldn't have stopped the run in that they, game either. If he got the first down, it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to hear the word there. Right. Uh, we're talking the uh, past, so sorry. I, people know we're talking about the past, though. You don't have to explain to them they're talking about the past. If, if, when you bring up Desmond Ritter, 
You don't have to say. Hey, oh, maybe, we're, we're talking about the past. They're not dumb. Think you th- can't make. Maybe me, people think Desmond Ritter. You can't for assume him. people are dumb. Well, maybe people think. No, Desmond you're assuming Ritter. people in that listen aren't that intelligent to know Desmond Ritter's gone. I don't. That's not what I'm assuming. All I'm doing is rehashing who we're talking about. So if people like pause in and game two, so I protect myself on my statements. I'm just trying to protect my statements. Your statement is basically you think Desmond Ritter cost them the Sugar Bowl. Win. Right. I think it wasn't because they couldn't stop the run in that game. Yeah. So I'm not talking anything about presence Cincinnati. Just past Cincinnati. Yeah. But moving on. That's it. That's all I got. No. That's all I got. You don't want to talk about Sunday's game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot the Sunday uh, game. Shit. Brian Kelly's first, first game. Versus uh, Florida State. I wouldn't say it's like a big game. This is uh, happens to be a Sunday game. Yeah, it's the Sunday game. Uh, People will watch it. It'll be the most watched game. I will say this. Florida State does need this win more than LSU. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Brian Kelly really needs this win. I think Florida State needs this win. I think uh, their head coach needs it more than uh, Brian Kelly. Yeah, I think everyone's expecting Florida State to lose. So if they well, yeah, lose. because I expect – well, it is in the Superdome. It's not in Baton Rouge. Yeah. But, it, I mean, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge people go to New Orleans. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an hour and a half drive. I, they still – New Orleans – the city, the state of Louisiana, they're pretty much all LSU fans. 98% of them are. There's that 2% – there are Texas fans. My brother, my brother's talking about this like he lived in Louisiana. I, well, I don't have to live in Louisiana. <laughs> I've met enough Louisiana people to know that there's, they're LSU fans. They're not the two percent are Texas fans, and the uh, you go you go to the boot and find some Arkansas. I was about to say there's like Texas, the Ar- there's Arklatex Texas fans in the Arklatex. There's Texas fans and there's Park. Arkansas fans, and then you got the percentage of people that graduated from Tulane. They're Tulane fans, but other than that, you're an LSU fan. Louisiana Tech. Oh, you got the graduates of Louisiana Tech and Tulane. Raging Cajuns. Uh, no. Even Raging Cajun fans are LSU fans. You just go for your alma mater. That's pretty much what it is, too. Tulane fans aren't even Tulane fans. If you graduate from there, you go, I like Tulane, but LSU's my team. So. Sean King, best, best quarterback in college football history. If I was too, if I graduated from uh, Tulane, that that's something I would say. Like, Sean King's the best quarterback in college football history. Undefeated. Neither here nor there. Going to this LSU Florida State game. Uh, Florida State looked fucking. They didn't cover last week, so I'm pissed off at them on week. They zero. did have three three running backs rush for 100 yards, though. I also understand it was probably against one of the worst teams in FBS too. So, where do I take that? I take that with a huge grain of salt. But I also understand LSU's defense was awful last year. So in my head, I don't know where I stand at. Brian Kelly says he knows the starting quarterback. He's just not telling anyone. By the way, that he num- better not start that motherfucker from Arizona State. I bet you JT Daniels does start. That's see, that's why it's tough to pick this game. If he starts JT, it doesn't matter. Well, this is a Brian Kelly move. We said this. We actually said this because we're never going to know who he starts. It's going to be a replacement. And I was about to say this. Even if he starts JT Daniels, and then he's struggling in the first two quarter, first quarter and a half, he's taking them out. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't matter who's really starting no. this game. 
Yeah, well, it does depending on how the how the game flow goes. I think LSU has way much more talent than FSU. So, and when I say that, I could just say that out of my ass. But I did recruiting rankings before we broke down everything, so it's not really it's talking about my ass, but not really because the talent on LSU is better than Florida State. They haven't been recruited as well as LSU. LSU it, has it, talent. It comes down. It comes down to if you believe Brian Kelly can coach or not. LSU has talent. I don't disagree with you that. We're just trying to figure out if they could utilize it in the right way. It's just one of those things where last year and the year before. I just don't think Florida State's good. I. I just don't think they're good at all. It's more that. I don't think they're good. I think they're decent. I don't think they're on the right. I think they're on the track. They got to get rid of that Memphis coach. Yeah, I was. I was about to say they're on the. They're on the track. It's not on the track they want to be on, right? They're on the track of being a d- decent team. They're not on the track of being where Florida State wants them to yeah, be. Yeah, where Florida State. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Should be, but yeah, yeah. They're, they're not. They're not on that track of competing for the playoffs and competing for the Orange Bowl, the sh- the Orange Bowl, or the Sugar Bowl, or the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. They're not on that track. They're on the track to make the Duke's Mayo Bowl. And I know I bring up the Duke's Mayo Bowl a lot because it's in my head. They're they're not because I don't think they're even on the track to win. Make the Citrus Bowl, the Gator Bowl, or the Outback Bowl. Like that's just not what they're on. Well, they can't because they're not a. I know, but Big like ten or SEC. But they have one ACC. of those. No, they're ACC. Yeah, ACC but they, plays in the Jacksonville. They, the Gator Bowl. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. Whatever the new name is. Yeah, but that one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. But okay. like those three are like uh, they those three go pretty much hand in hand, mm-hmm. right? They're not on that tier level either. Yeah, the New Year's, well, Day Bowls. Yeah, they're not on that track either. They're on, like, the Duke's Mayo Bowl or the Cheez-Its Bowl, those type of bowl games. The ones, like, two days before New Year's Day bowl games. And so, I but at the same time, LSU plays to that level. Like, they have the talent. They, they, they have the talent to do those things. But they play to the level of Florida State. Not we haven't seen a Brian. Not Brian, we haven't seen, but right. the past two years, they have played year. to that two two. Are you doing the COVID year? Yes, yeah, because it's been two years. Their okay. defense has been bad for two years, and it's not been better. And they've had all this talent on defense, and it's been poor. Okay, they've had multiple corners drafted, and then they can't cover a soul. So for me, mm-hmm. I actually like LSU in this game. Or Florida State. Florida State? I do like Florida State. In the Superdome. In the Superdome. They're going to win? Yeah. I'm going to mark it. Yeah, mark it. Okay. All right. LSU doesn't lose in the Superdome unless it's against an opponent they played twice in a year, which was fucking Alabama, which should have even counted as a game anyway because they didn't really give a fuck. So, yeah, LSU is not losing in the Superdome to Florida State. Uh, I still think Florida State has a shot. Uh, well, even though it's not the Super Cities, what they rename it? Oh, Caesars, Caesars Superdome. It's still the Superdome. Yeah, but it's, it's just uh, called Caesars Palace. Caesar, you, it's Caesar Palace. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That shit. Right, well, well, no, it's the Caesars Superdome, but it's still the Superdome. I don't care about the sponsor. I don't need. I'm not sponsoring Caesars. I'm just calling it the Superdome. I don't even call it Caesars. Fuck for it. It's called the Superdome. Just like I'm still gonna call the Pittsburgh Steelers Stadium Heinz Field. Like, who the fuck wants to call it whatever the fuck it's called now? I don't even know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's like Alligers. We're or, not doing NFL. Uh, no, Pittsburgh Panthers play there, Nathaniel. No, they, it's yeah. a joint facility. I'm go. allowed to talk about Heinz Field. Do you yeah. dare? 
But uh, here, we'll go to this. See, I know you don't have it written down in your notes. Mm-hmm. What is your four? What's your college football playoff bracket? Because mm-hmm. we, we said we were going to talk about this. We did say that, so we got to give the we gotta give one. We got to give, give me your four. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson. Let me think about my four or fourteen. All right. Well, I got. I have Ohio State, Alabama, Utah. Ooh, that fourteen's kind of a struggle. Yeah, that's what it's. I didn't. I didn't prefer this, so I was like, "Fucking!" I didn't want to put my name on something that I didn't know where I was going with it. And now I'm trying to think. And see. The thing is, if Michigan just loses to Ohio State, I don't think Michigan gets in. No, I'll just go Georgia because I already know how. That's that's a prediction though of what the what the system is. Yeah, that's the what the system is, but it should be in. Yeah, like so. Like you could you could ask me another question on like who should be in, and we'll figure that out down the line. line. But but like that's one. It is Georgia will be the. That's one of my things I was about to say. Like if. Both Georgia and Michigan have one loss, and say Michigan lost to Ohio State, and Georgia lost to. Bama in the SEC championship. Yeah, game. like they would choose Georgia over them because they'd be like, "Oh, Georgia lost to Bama," and I'd be like, "Well, Michigan lost to Ohio State." No, they'll say that they don't want to see uh, Michigan get blown out in the playoffs and shit. Yeah, that's why. Like, I I know everyone has to predict their playoffs and shit. This is why it doesn't matter because whatever, like, there's no criteria. That's a concrete thing. They'll say like, "Oh, who had more game control? Who had this? Who did this?" They'll make an excuse to get another team in, and Georgia's record or um, Georgia's prestige uh, or pedigree or because they're back. The, the they aroma, won the championship yeah. last year. That's going to help them. And Michigan doesn't have a good enough uh, out of conference competition. So this Oregon. If Georgia beats Oregon, they'll put them over the top. So yeah, easy. I guess it's easy. I guess I'm just gonna be it's fun. I'm gonna up. be fun with my fourth pick just because I want to be fun, and I'm gonna throw Oklahoma in there. There you go. I do. I think they're gonna make it no, but it'll just be fun. I want to see Oklahoma over Baylor. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah. have Oklahoma in there. I think it'd just be fun to actually have like all the conferences pretty much in there. Other than the ACC, because I don't think Clemson's that good, and I don't think Miami's that like I don't think Miami's you put Miami in there. yeah, but I don't think Miami's gonna win every game. Yeah. And so it would just be fun to pick all four of those. Or NC State, Wake I don't, Forest. I don't think I well Wake Forest lost my boy Sam, so yeah. they they ain't happening. Yeah. So I just think it'd be fun to have four out of the five be from, you know, all at least four conferences instead of three. Yeah, well, that, you're living in a dream I, I'm world. living in a dream world, but I know I am. I don't disagree with you. Because whenever it comes to December, we're just going to bitch about what the people are saying, and we're going to break down everything and let you guys know why it doesn't make sense what the ESPN media is telling you, and be like, well, how does that make sense if they lost to that uh, team? And yeah, it's, that'll, that'll be that, and I'm, I get tired of breaking that down, but it doesn't matter because the machine just works so so well. Like, everybody will say the SEC is just so much better than everyone else. Which, yeah, your two, your top, your Alabama's, throw them in any, any conference, they're number one, right? But, but like, even Ohio State losing that one year and then fucking keeping TCU or Baylor out. 
TCU should have been in, but that's a. I mean, it's just back. one of those things where you know it's going to happen. That's why I I wanted to throw Oklahoma in there just to have for fun. Have so some fun. you asked me my top four is the generic. Yeah, it's the generic. It's copy and paste. In yeah. your national championship is oh I'll say Alabama. And your winner is Ohio State. Mine is Ohio State, Alabama, Ohio State. So we both have Ohio State. I mean, it's because you look at it, everybody's doing the same thing. Now it just depends on who you got. Some people have Alabama, some people have Ohio State. Yeah. And that's why people are just like, can I just not watch the season and wait for that game? Because the majority of everybody has that. Yeah, but we'll see if their resume uh, adds up at the end of the year. If it doesn't, then yeah, but, call their ass out. But, yeah, that's it. That's our thing. So we both have Ohio State winning the national championship. We both have Alabama playing them. Pretty much have the same four, except I have Utah and you have Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. And you have Georgia and I have Oklahoma. Just Oklahoma for shits and giggles. But I'm not disagreeing that Georgia most likely won't will get in. But yeah, I, with sh- that weak-ass schedule. But, yeah, but for shits and giggles, I kind of want to see, you know. Tennessee would be nice to get in there. I can oh. see that. That's a little, like, wild card and shit. Actually, not Tennessee. I like if Mississippi State was in the e, uh, in the East instead of the West, I would have picked Mississippi State. Okay, that's fair. I'll say that because uh, that's my that's my team that I'll put it in the top ten that no one has them ranked. Okay, that's a better thing to say for me. Uh, I don't really care about Heisman. We'll get into that about like week three. Uh, yeah, I told you I have Stenson Bennett though. Yeah, I don't know why you have Stenson Bennett, but. I had Sam Hartline, but he's he's out for a week for for a while, so I don't think he's gonna win it. So I'll just go. I'll just have a fun one again, and I'll go uh, Robinson, Texas running back, just to have fun. Yeah. Because I want to see somebody else other than the quarterback win it, and I know they're gonna try as hard as they can to throw Will Anderson to win it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably the better pick on the odds and shit like that. Yeah, but uh, let's get to some gambling. Uh, you don't want to pause and let the kids know that uh, if you're not allowed to gamble. Uh, if you're not at the age of 21, do not gamble. Call the gambling hotline in any of your cities if you're struggling gambling. We are old enough. We like to gamble. This is the gambling show. This is an so we're gonna, we're going to switch uh, lanes. So I mean, we broke down the college football big games. And we, now we're just yeah, we give broke you, down games and we broke down team picks. Now, now if you want to make money. Uh, I don't know if we're all now. Now you listen to these picks because these are money makers. I don't know if they're money makers. We we lost every lock pick last week in the week zero. Uh, at the group, as a group, uh, me, you, and a couple of of our other friends, we lost every lock pick. I thought mine was close. I blame Charlotte for not scoring the ball. I had the over, and they just decided not to score that game. So, you want to give me your Big, the six-pack picks from us, the ones we think are going to hit. I actually had an idea, like, um, so next Saturday, whoever loses this six-pack and has the least amount has to bring over a six-pack. I mean, that's fair. What six-pack of beer? Well, I always do Budweiser. So I got to... So you hate Miller Lite, too? Yes, I hate Miller Lite. I think Miller... I, I hate all light beers. Okay. I hate Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light. All right. Um, are they the same price or is Budweiser higher? They're the what? same price. Okay. Don't question the Budweiser. 
Same so, price. So they so they in the same family, just Budweiser is the king of beers. So it's just Bud, Budweiser versus Miller Lite. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. For this gambling thing. So to recap, whoever gets these six picks right, and if y'all want to get involved and have a six-pack yourself, all you have to do is uh, send us your cash app on our Twitters. Ryan, what's your Twitter? Rahali27. Vince got Rob9. So... Are we going to do like a poll and put them in there for the fan vote? Yeah, you have to go uh, beat our six-pack. Well, we have different games. We're not all picking the same game. Exactly. So they have to pick six themselves? They have to pick six bets themselves and send it to us by Friday. That's a lot. That's a lot. Are we just doing a random pick because what if like 100 people beat us? Then we have to cash app 100 people. Shit, that'll be a lot. Yeah, let's reevaluate that 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 decision making. Yeah, that'll be a lot of beer that we gotta buy. For How God. about we just pick six games they have to choose? How about we just do the games we did for the picks, and if they beat us, we'll pick one lucky guy. One lucky. One guy? lucky person. Oh, okay. For the picks. Yeah. Okay. And if they beat us, they end get to choose. Get one lucky person will win a equal to equal value to their six pack. Okay, equal value money money for a six pack. So it's like twelve twelve ninety nine thirteen dollars. You win thirteen dollars oh, if you're I, not a drinker. Six pack is thirteen dollars. Where? Everywhere at a corner store. At a corner store, not everywhere. Walmart, it's like you know, like eight bucks. No, nah, well, fucking, we'll figure out the price on a six pack. However, we'll figure this uh, game out we're doing anyway because it's the first first week of college football. So, like, if you have ideas and want to want to share with us some better ideas on how to do it like I said you could go at Ryan's Twitter Riley27 or mine Vince got Rob9 and we'll figure it out but uh in saying that we're gonna go with uh our six pack challenge that we have personally going together uh you wanna go first or me um shit I'll go first cause I already have mine Okay. Mine's an 11 o'clock game, a.k.a. a big noon game. It's a noon game. I have Michigan covering against Colorado State, 35, 30 and a half. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're not benching Cade week one because Jim Harbaugh already said Cade's got week one, J.J.'s got week two. So if he's got week one, he's got to play the whole game. So I think that's an easy cover at home against Colorado State. Oh. Nice. Good pick. I like that pick. That's a safe pick. They covered last year. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Um, my first pick on this six-pack challenge is I have Rice covering the 33 against USC. Um, I think USC is overvalued. Everyone's on the hype train. I think it'll be a little bit sloppy early on with uh, Lincoln Riley. I know he's a, I, I already know Lincoln Riley's a great coach. However, I think Rice can go in there and um, cover the 33 against USC's. Too many points for I, me. I will say this. Lincoln Riley sometimes doesn't do a good job covering those big uh, spreads all the time. Yeah, and I believe Rice is not a great team by any means. However... I think it'll be a slower game. I don't see Caleb Williams just throwing the ball downfield to fucking 
you're basically, Addison. You're basically hoping for the bench bench squad to come in and write steal a couple of points from them. Yeah, that's what I have on that one. So that's that was my first pick on there. Yeah, that's fair. So we talked about this earlier. If I'm picking them to win, I'm going to pick them to cover. Your second one? Yeah, my second one. I'm picking Cincinnati, taking the six points. Because if I have them winning. Do you want the points? Yeah, minus six. Okay. Right, but it's plus six for them. You're right. Gotcha. So I got Cincinnati plus six. I think they're going to cover that easily because I think they're going to win. Well, that's an easy pick based on uh, what we said earlier. Yeah. I have my next pick. I have an over because I love overs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much I love overs. I love over and unders. I love either or. I think this one's going to be a... It's always funny to bet the, the over, though. It is funner. And I think this one is going to hit on the over. I have Army against Coastal Carolina. Ooh. I know some of y'all are sitting back thinking that, well, shit, Army just runs the ball, so it's going to be tough for the over to happen. Coastal Carolina scores enough. They both, I think they both gonna, have a heavy run style, though. I think they both can score against each other. Each other. And that's why I'm banking on the over, and the number is 53.5. So... If I get a 31-24 game cover. So, going with that. It's a bold pick, but that's what I'm going with. All right. My next game is BYU to cover against South Florida, minus 12. BYU covering against South Florida. Look. Wow. I looked this game up, and I was interested, so... Tell me why you th- that's eleven and a half, right? Uh, it's twelve on the ESPN app, but my reasoning is South Florida is not that good, and like you said, the home field advantage for South Florida is never there. Nobody goes to that game. There'll be more BYU fans than there will be South Florida fans there, so it's going to feel like a home game for them. And South Florida is just not that good. I kind of like that pick. I, I looked at it myself, and I was scared to risk it. Got scared off. Um, next pick, I just have App State beating North Carolina straight up. Money line. Well, not money line. Plus, I got the one right now. No, pretty much a one and a half, a.k.a. pick them almost. Right. So, if you, if you give me the – don't give me the money line. Just give me whatever points it is. At this point, I – when I looked at the line, it was one, but I have App State being in North Carolina. That's just that's my third pick. My fourth pick is a guy who hates being favored, and he's a double-digit favorite this week. I have Memphis covering against Mississippi State. Memphis covering? Yeah, fifteen and a half. I got Memphis covering that. Mike Leach does not like being favorites. Mm-hmm. And he especially doesn't like being double-digit favorites. He'd rather be an underdog than a favorite. I like it. So, I just I don't think Memphis wins the game, but I do think they cover 15 and a half. Kind of like it. Kind of like it. Almost kind of love it. Almost kind of love it. I almost want to throw that in mind, too. And that's 15 and a half is a lot. Uh, Memphis sucks on the road. That's why I stayed away. But I, 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 I don't think Memphis is that great on the road, but... 
Mike Leach does not like being favored. And I'm a Mississippi. I believe in Mississippi, Mississippi State, State this year. So, I think they yeah. can win. I don't think they're going to lose the game, but mm-hmm. if they win by 10, 13, that's, that's fine. Yeah. It's just Mike Leach is a, a huge unfavorite being a favorite like that. It's a weird thing I just said there, but he does not like being favorites. He's about 500 as a favorite. Well, maybe even worse. Probably worse, I would assume, yeah. too. Double-digit double double digits. favorite, yeah. too? That's even worse. Mm. Um, so, my next one. I don't believe in this Oregon State team that everyone loves. So, give me money line, Boise State. Going Boise State money line. Boise State winning at Oregon State. They ain't scared of Corvallis. They ain't scared of fucking that weird ass city. They they from there. They're from the north. They'll be fine. They're from Idaho. They'll be able to find Corvallis. They'll be able to win it straight up. They're underdogs against Oregon State. I don't believe that Oregon State is as good as people are saying. And okay. if they prove me wrong, that's fine. I quarterback still there for Boise State and I think they'll find a way to come through. And I always bet Boise State week one. I think it's been a track record that I have had. It's just kind of tradition. Always bet them on the road first game. Uh, you know what? It's funny. My fifth pick was Oregon State to cover that three. Wow. All right. I so don't think. First different pick. First I don't different. think Boise State's good anymore. Wow. And I think Oregon State's good. So. Wow, we're like way different on this game. Yeah, I you can the boy you're you're talking to Boise State from years ago. This isn't the same Boise State team. I still I think they're just not as good as they used to be. What's the line? So if it's, you're telling them to cover, well, it's minus three for Oregon State. Minus three. Yeah, so they're co- going to cover the three. Yeah, they're going to cover the three. Okay. Wow. All right. First, that's the first head to head. I don't even know what what's that. That's the I had a couple other picks. I I looked at Boston College and I also looked at Georgia. And no, there's one more. Oh, there's one more. Yeah, it's five. I, it's six pack. Yeah. Oh, it's six pack. I was thinking five. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got so I, I got one more. Because you went first, so I yeah. have two more. Yeah. Um. Another money line pick. I have uh, Florida beat in Utah. If you, yeah, you heard it earlier. Yeah, if you. It's pretty much like my Cincinnati one. Exactly. So no need to say anything more. Yeah. Just going money line. Um, at the time that I'm writing this down, I have the number at plus one twenty two. So I'll take, I'll take the, if it flips, that sucks. But I have it at uh plus money right now at one twenty two. So that's why I have it. Oh. Your last one. My last one is almost a game that's not going to be played until Sunday. Oh, you're going late, late? I'm going super late. And if you know, if, if I'm going almost to Sunday, you know it's the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. I think they're just called the Warriors now. They're at home again? They're at home again. Uh. Not, but it's not like 28 or 25. It's only 16. To the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Then you won't be able to watch this game unless you stream it or buy it on pay-per-view. Yeah, they said Hawaii was yeah. in a lot. Yeah. That's why I was wondering how you found this line about the I Hawaii. Looked, I just looked on ESPN. I was scrolling down. And I looked at it and I went, 16's not enough. Western Kentucky didn't cover against uh, Austin P, But uh, I think Austin P's better than Hawaii. 
and that's just, that's how bad Hawaii is. Okay, so you're going. I'm uh, going Western Kentucky to lay the smackdown in Honolulu minus sixteen. Minus sixteen against Hawaii. Hawaii looked awful. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what you could tell me. Anything you want about that Minus playing in Hawaii anymore? That thing's dead. Oh yeah, well it was dead as soon as Vanderbilt. Yeah, fucking... and I don't. I think the Hilltoppers' offense is better than Vanderbilt. So, yeah. Um, shit, I don't know. It's still, I still don't like people traveling to Hawaii. Yeah, nobody as like bad as bad as Hawaii is. And yeah, it's one of those things. The you, know, you don't like it, but. I'm not scared to bet that game. Okay, that's nice. I like I like that you're not scared. And then um, I'm gonna leave you. My last one is uh, over. So I have uh, Miami of Ohio versus Kentucky. Over. Over. I almost picked Kentucky to cover that game. I like the. Uh, I, I kind of like the number they gave me there. Fifty-four and a half. I like I like the over. I think Miami could score enough points. I like Kentucky's offense this year. I think it could be one of those over games that hit. So that's. The way I was leaning on that, I almost wanted to go Kentucky to cover, but I don't trust them to cover that awkward number. When I thought it was like minus sixteen. Yeah, it is a weird number, but I think they could cover. So that. I'll just take, I'll just go with the points and have uh, both teams score a bunch of points. And is this a rivalry game? Since they're Miami of Ohio, I don't know how far away they are from, from Kentucky. From Kentucky, uh, maybe yeah. a couple hours away. Yeah, I don't even remember where Miami, Ohio is from. Yeah. Fucking, we need to get Ben Well, they're Roth- from Miami, but Miami, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. We need Ben Roethlisberger on the phone to figure it out. <laughs> so, that's that's what I'm going to end it. I got it over. So, you want to recap the numbers on here for... Give out the recap. Okay, so... These are my picks for Saturday. If y'all want to roll with them and roll with the guy that's going to go 6-0... and these are the ones you roll with. USC versus Rice. Take the points in 33 that Rice has. So we're going to cover that. Rice is going to cover that 33. Army versus Coastal Carolina. It's going to be a lot more scoring. 53 and a half is the number I have it at. If you could get anything lower, you're you're just golden. I think 53 and a half is a really good number in that game. So... That's where we're rolling with in the Nathaniel's picks. Uh, Boise State versus Oregon State. Just pick money line. Might as well just go with the team that's going to win that game and, like, stress-free. Money line pick for Boise State. North Carolina versus App State. Another, uh, I, I took uh, plus one. So I, I saw it at one and a half, but I'll take plus one on that. Either way, just might as well just bet, bet the money line. But App State... I have it at plus one. Utah versus Florida State, uh, money line, or Florida State, excuse me, sorry, so much. Utah versus Florida, money line, plus 122. That's the number I got it at. I think it's going to go lower. Florida might be favored by the end of this podcast by the time you're hearing it. So get the number while you can, while it's a plus number. Miami versus Kentucky. I have. Over in that game, out of all of them, pretty confident that's going to be the over. And it's a 54.5. That's the number I got it at. If you could get it lower, hopefully you can. But 54.5. Hopefully y'all don't bet it up because I might bet it again. So don't make it go up. Make it go. Let it go down. Let the stupid people bet. And then Saturday we'll hit it. 
So um, those are my picks. Love them. Ryan, do you want to go through uh, yours and uh, break yours down? I mean, I'm not going to go as slow as you I did there. I have Michigan uh, minus 30 and a half. Cincinnati plus 6 and a half. BYU minus 12. Memphis plus 15 and a half. Oregon State minus 3. And West Kentucky minus 16. I don't know why you went so slow. Give people time to... Break it down so they know who's playing each other. In and, uh, for the fun fact of the Miami, Ohio to Lexington, Kentucky, it's two hours and 19 minutes. Mm. Okay. So it is a rivalry. Close enough to be a rival. And then uh, I also have a little fun little parlay. Yeah, I was about to say, throw your parlays in out there because you are a parlay man. Parlay Nate over here. So, money line, Boise State, App State, Florida, get it at plus eight. Eight four uh plus eight hundred and forty nine. So, if y'all want to roll with me, plus eight hundred and forty nine, bet ten dollars, win eighty five. There you go. Not a bad pickup. Uh, I will not be making that parlay because Oregon State's going to beat them, and North Carolina's going to beat them, and Utah's going to beat them. So actually, we're uh, I'm against you on all three of that parlay. Yeah. So that's you. So to if anything, do my parlay, which is Oregon State. North Carolina, Utah. And I don't know the numbers on that one, but you win that one much better than so that So, draw one. your line in the sand. You li- you, y'all listen. Y'all are smart. See who's uh, going to win these picks. And then the next week, we'll have to – somebody's going to have a six-pack. I'll probably be drinking Miller Lite. He's I'm, gonna, I'm pretty sure he'll be giving me a Budweiser. He's going to be, like, having to choke down Miller Lite. He won't even choke down a Miller Lite. I, I will refuse to probably but you could just drink all that. So – We'll see what happens, and uh, let's make some money on gambling. Yeah, let's college football. Enjoy the first week of college football. We'll uh, we'll be recapping week one that night. So get ready for that as well. Don't make a face like, oh, it's going to be a struggle. We said we were. Yes, of course. We said we were. It will be a struggle, but it will be fun. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, UFC is on Saturday, too. Yeah, we didn't do a breakdown on that. But, uh... I know, fucking our UFC fans are going to be pissed that we don't do one. I mean, it's tough when college football comes back to life. Uh, I know. I don't know when we're going to fit the time in. Maybe a Thursday or Friday or some shit like that. I don't know when, but... We'll, we'll try to fit in. Also, on a Thursday, on Thursday, week one... Purdue plus three and a half is my my pick as well. You can't add Brandon. I'm, add, I'm not going to add. I'm just saying. Throw it on a Thursday since we, we're only doing Saturday games. A Thursday night game is a nice sneaky Purdue three and a half at home. We didn't Penn forget State. about you Thursday. That was part of the game plan. So we just didn't want to talk about Thursday games. We're really pumped about the backyard brawl. Backyard brawl also. That's going to be a tough game. Plus six and a half, seven and a half. I don't like it for West Virginia. But that Thursday's got... Two good games Friday. You Michigan State fans got love Friday games for some reason. But uh, appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys. Enjoy uh, college football week one. We'll see you guys on Saturday. A.K.A. Sunday. Sunday morning. Yeah. Early. We're out. Later.